It's time for another episode of the Rick's Rambles podcast for the week of April 24th, 2023. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your day and spending with me. Let's get right into our fun facts of the week. Fun facts. Well, baseball season is in full swing, and for this week's fun facts, we're going to take a look at who is arguably the most famous baseball player of all time, Babe Ruth himself. Number one, although most famous as the home run king, he first gained fame as a pitcher. He's best remembered for swinging 714 home runs and a slugging percentage of 690, which remains a major league record. He was one of the most dominant left-handed pitchers in the 1910s. He won 89 games in six seasons with the Boston and Red Sox, including 24 in 1917, and helped the team win three World Series. Number two, of course, Babe Ruth is synonymous with the New York Yankees, but he did not retire as a Yankee. Ruth's major league career not only started in Boston, but it ended there as well, but not with the Red Sox. Discarded by the Yankees as his performance waned, Ruth signed with the National League's Boston Braves in 1935 in hopes of becoming the team's manager the following year. When it became clear that his skills had deteriorated and the promise would not be kept, Ruth ended his 22-year career with just 28 games in a Boston Braves uniform. Number three, this one kind of blew my mind. Babe Ruth was not a unanimous choice for the Baseball Hall of Fame. A year after his retirement, Ruth was among the five initial inductees elected to the new Baseball Hall of Fame, which was under construction in Cooperstown, New York. In spite of his amazing statistics, 11 of the 226 voters left him off their ballots, and he trailed Ty Cobb as the leading vote-getter. Ruth does have a plaque in Cooperstown that refers to him as baseball's greatest drawing card. Well, it's often told that Babe Ruth was an orphan, but that's not actually correct. Although Ruth attended St. Mary's Industrial School for Orphans, delinquent, incorrigible, and wayward boys in Baltimore, he in fact was not an orphan, but merely delinquent, incorrigible, and wayward. Looking back on my boyhood, I honestly don't remember being aware of the difference between right and wrong, Ruth wrote in his autobiography. Ruth's parents were so overwhelmed with their bambino that they sent the troubled youth to the Catholic school at age seven. The school had full guardianship of the boy, and it was there that he first fell in love with baseball and signed a contract with the minor league Baltimore Orioles on Valentine's Day, 1914. Number five, this is really interesting. Ruth believed he was a year older than he really was for most of his life. For decades, Ruth believed his birth date was February 7, 1894. However, when he applied for a passport before sailing to Japan with an all-star team of baseball players after the 1934 season, he looked up his birth certificate and found his birthday listed as February 6, 1895, nearly a full year later than he had believed. Ruth, however, continued to celebrate February 7th as his birthday and did not shave a year off of his age. In a tragic turn of events, Babe Ruth's father died in a fight with a family member. Ruth's father, George Herman Ruth Sr., owned a string of Baltimore saloons, the site of one which is now Oriole Park in Baltimore, and was tending bar one day in 1918 when a quarrel broke out between two of his brothers-in-law. Ruth began to argue with one of the family members and followed him onto the street where a fight ensued. Ruth was hit, fell, hit the back of his head, and died of a fractured skull. Number seven, an amazing baseball statistic. Ruth once pitched a combined no-hitter without retiring a single batter. 
On June 23, 1917, Ruth took the mound against the Washington Senators and walked the leadoff hitter, Ray Morgan. Ruth argued balls and strikes with home plate umpire Brick Owens so vociferously that he was ejected from the game. Ruth rushed Owens and threw a punch that struck the back of the umpire's head. Morgan was then thrown out trying to steal second base, and Ruth's replacement, Ernie Shores, retired the next 26 batters in order. The only pitcher to have a combined no-hitter without ever retiring a batter. Well, Babe Ruth is well known for his incorrigible ways. Starting from childhood, he served jail time for being a reckless driver. Ruth possessed underrated quickness on the base paths. He stole home 10 times in his career, although he made the last out of the 1926 World Series attempting to steal second base, but it couldn't compare to the speed he displayed behind the wheel. Ruth litany of speeding tickets, traffic violations, and automobile accidents were nearly as prolific as his 714 home runs. On June 8, 1921, Ruth was arrested in Manhattan for speeding a whopping 26 miles an hour for the second time in a month and was sentenced to spend the rest of the day in jail. He was released 45 minutes after the start of that day's baseball game. He put on his Yankee uniform underneath his suit and sped off with a motorcycle escort in time to play for the Yankees. He made his last major league appearance not in a Yankees uniform, not in a Boston uniform, but in a Dodgers uniform. After his playing days were over, Ruth maintained his dream of managing in the big leagues. In June 1938, he was hired as a first base coach for the Brooklyn Dodgers. He entertained fans by taking batting practice and appearing in exhibition games, but the struggling Dodgers used the Sultan of Swat mainly to sell tickets. And number 10, Ruth's first wife died under mysterious circumstances. Babe Ruth married 16-year-old Helen Woodford after his rookie season. The couple adopted a daughter, likely born to one of Ruth's many mistresses in 1922. Within a few years, the pair separated permanently. In January 1929, faulty wiring sparked a fire that swept through a Watertown, Massachusetts house owned by a dentist named Edward Kindler and killed a woman mistakenly identified as his wife, Helen Kinder. Helen, however, was actually Ruth's estranged wife, and her true identity didn't come to light until readers and family members recognized her in a photograph in the Boston newspaper. The true identification of Helen Ruth only came an hour before her burial. There you have it with baseball season in full swing, and my wife pointed out that's a pretty good pun. There's some fun facts about Babe Ruth today. Well, I've long said that having a positive mental attitude can affect us in many ways that we may not realize, and science is bearing that out, and that's what today's good news story is all about. Feeling happy about getting older can reverse a common type of memory loss, according to a new study from Yale. Older people with mild cognitive impairment were 30% more likely to regain normal cognition if they were upbeat versus those who were down and out or depressed about aging. Moreover, a cheerful approach to the silver years allowed participants to recover their cognition up to two years earlier than the others. The Yale School of Public Health Study is reported to be the first of its kind to link a cultural factor, a positive attitude towards aging, to mild cognitive impairment recovery. The research was based on 17,000 participants over the age of 65. 
Those who started the study with normal cognition and a happy attitude towards aging were less likely to develop cognitive impairment over the next 12 years than those in the negative thinking group, regardless of physical health or the age they joined the study. Professor Becca Levy, lead author of the study, says most people assume there is no recovery from cognitive impairment, but in fact, Half of those who have it do recover. That's an amazing fact. Up to now, little has been known about why some people recover and why some people don't. But now it appears that a positive mental attitude affects this much more than we thought. That's why we looked at the positive age beliefs to see if they would provide an answer, and indeed they did. Our previous research has demonstrated that age beliefs can be modified. Therefore, age belief interventions at the individual and societal levels could increase the number of people who experience cognitive recovery, she said in a statement. Her research was published in the Journal of American Aging, and it was spurred by her previous discovery that older people who felt positive about their age experienced improved cognitive performance. The latest development was funded by the National Institute of Aging. It's amazing how much our mental attitude affects our physical, emotional, and spiritual health, and now we have scientific proof pointing that way. As always, I so appreciate you spending a few moments out of your day with me. Thanks for your support. Over the past couple of years, I've been doing the Rick's Rambles podcast, and the easiest way to support the podcast is just share it on your social media. Let folks know what you're listening to, that you're getting a little dose of good news and fun facts once a week on Mondays. If you'd like to support financially, there's a couple of ways you can do that. First of all, I've partnered with a company called Follow that sells wildlife tracking bracelets, and I love these things. I've got one. My wife has got a couple. You can track a shark or a sea turtle or an elephant. A brand new one is a giraffe. And part of the proceeds do support the Rick's Rambles podcast. There will be a link in the show description where you can purchase your own bracelet or you can buy me a cup of coffee and I will put a link there also. As always, you are appreciated. Well, this week, one of the special days this week is National Superhero Day, and I thought I would take a look at the 10 most popular superheroes in a just-for-fun segment. This is based over 2022 and 2023 so far on movies, comic books, and Google searches, the 10 most popular superheroes. Number 10, the only female on the group. Do you know who it might be? It's Wonder Woman. Unsurprisingly, Wonder Woman found herself as the lone female in male company. The last two Wonder Woman movies have had a great impact on her popularity, and I love those movies. Number nine is my favorite superhero, Aquaman. Aquaman's popularity can be attributed to his unique powers and abilities. Oh my goodness, I would love to be able to talk to sea creatures. Number nine, Aquaman. Number eight, The Flash. Now, The Flash has always been a little bit of an underrated superhero, but I think his appearance in the latest DC movies have really boosted his popularity. Number seven, Captain America. Number six, The Hulk. Who remembers the old Hulk TV show with Bill Bixby? I love that show. Number five, Iron Man, also known as Tony Stark. And I believe Robert Downey Jr. does such a fantastic job of playing this character. Number four, I think, only made this list because there is a fairly current movie out. Because I had never even heard of this superhero before this movie came out in the last few months, Black Adam. Have you seen the Black Adam movie? I have not, but now I want to look it up. Number three, Superman. I'm kind of surprised he's not number one just because he's so iconic. Number two 
is Batman, who I thought would be number one. A pleasant surprise, the number one most popular superhero in 2022 and 2023, Spider-Man. I do love that character. In honor of National Superhero Day, the 10 most popular superheroes in the United States. I'm going to be honest, I've had a stressful couple of weeks, and I think a lot of you have too. When folks I'm friends with on social media, I've seen a lot of them just having really stressful weeks. And so I came up with a list of seven ways to have a better day. Seven simple things you can do right now if you're having a stressful day that might make it better. Number one, learn something new. Look for an opportunity to expand your knowledge every single day. That could be listening to a podcast or read a magazine article or learn something from a friend. Remember, this is so underrated to keep in your mind. Everyone you meet knows something you don't. I think that bears repeating. Everyone you meet knows something that you don't. Number two, again, so underrated, make someone's day. Do something, anything for someone else. It's an immediate mood booster. Going out of your way to be kind to others helps you be kind to yourself. Number three, use your own strength. You excel when you get to do your best. Know what your strengths are and use them. Number four, I'm going to readily admit I struggle with this one a lot. Fortify yourself. Actively decide to eat well, move more, and sleep better. Every little bite of food, every extra step, every hour of rest has a significant impact on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Number five, think forward. Realize today is not everything. What are your long-term goals? Try to do at least one thing every day that brings you a step, even a baby step, closer to your goals. Number six, do something meaningful. Do something that matters. And number seven, another one I'm not really good at. Take a moment. Just take a moment and breathe. Take a moment, close your eyes, maybe meditate a little bit. Just take a moment. Seven ways you can have a less stressful day today. And it's time for our special days for this week. Today, Monday the 24th, is National Pigs in a Blanket Day, and it's National New Kids on the Block Day. I had no idea they had their own national day. Tuesday the 25th is Hairstylist Appreciation Day, National Crayola Crayon Day, National Manny Petty Day, and it's World Penguin Day. Wednesday the 26th, National Pretzel Day, National Hug a Friend Day, and it's National Get Organized Day. Boy, I need to do that. Thursday the 27th is Morse Code Day. It's National Babe Ruth Day, National Prime Rib Day, and National Tell a Story Day. Friday the 28th is Arbor Day, National Clean Comedy Day, National Blueberry Pie Day, and it's National Superhero Day. Saturday the 29th is Bob Wills Day, National Independent Bookstore Day, National Go Birding Day, and it's National Shrimp Scampi Day. And we'll wrap up the week on Sunday the 30th with Bugs Bunny Day, National Jazz Day, National Bubble Tea Day, Day and National Oatmeal Cookie Day. And that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode of the Rick's Rambles Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed putting it together. Please take a moment, share it on your social media, let folks know what you're listening to. And until next week, be kind to as many people as you can, as often as you can. We'll start right now and we'll make the world a better place.